On this episode of Soup and Stuff, Soup sits down with the newest Milk and Educator Award winner, Principal Andrea Trio. Filled with incredible leadership, Madison Elementary has solidified itself as a staple in youth education and represents the pinnacle of positive impact schooling imparts on its students. Andrea was awarded with $25,000 as she was selected for which many call the Oscars of Teaching. And the Milken Foundation has granted over 3,000 awards totaling over $70 million. This award introduces Andrea into a powerful network of like-minded educators and provides developmental tools to continue bringing success to Madison Elementary and her community as a whole. So prepare to learn from the best in this week's Soup and Stuff. All right, everybody, welcome back to Soup and Stuff presented by the Pine Room Studios. We're sitting here with a very special guest out of Wheeling, West Virginia, principal of Madison Elementary, Miss Andrea Trio. Thank you so much for joining us today. We wanted to first off congratulate you for being one of the award recipients of the uh, Milken Educator Award. That is awesome for the Ohio Valley, for the Ohio County Schools. I can only imagine what it means to you and, and what your life has been like the past couple of weeks. So uh, kind of just start us off with, with hello and, and thank you again. And, and what's your past couple of weeks been like? Yeah, well, thank you so much for reaching out and giving me the opportunity to uh, just share a little bit about how I'm feeling and, um, you know, the way that I'm absorbing all of this. And of course, um, getting to promote such an amazing school in an amazing county. So thank you. Um, being the principal of Madison Elementary is certainly uh, one of the most rewarding experiences um, that I've had in my professional career. Uh, receiving the Milken Award for um, somebody discovering and finding goodness in me um, and reaching out to see the things that I do. Um, but I would be amiss if I didn't say it was what we do. You know, it's certainly a team effort. It's so collaborative here um, at Madison, and it's the work of all of us that makes the magic happen. But um, being awarded, right, like getting the chance to just be recognized with such a distinguished award um, has been quite overwhelming. It has been so joyful. Um, I am just extremely grateful, right? Like when I stop and think, there's so many ways that I can uh, try to channel just one word, but I can't do it, you know, because I'm just flooded with so many emotions. But certainly just thankful, grateful, blessed um, that somebody would find that goodness in me to want to recognize me for the great efforts that are happening here at Madison and on Wheeling Island and in our community. I, I listened to the interview of the phone call with you and your husband after after you won, and yeah. I almost started tearing up right. when, when, when you made that phone call because he had no idea. Obviously, you had no idea. And, and what was that phone call like when you were able to make that call and, and tell him what just happened? So when presented with, you know, who would you like to call to let the news, you know, get out first to, of course, it was my husband who uh, has a passion for education because he's an educator himself. Um, you know, we've been married for 15 years, but we met in college at West Virginia University. Um, so we've kind of shared the passion just for children and education since we've met, you know. So, of course, um, I wanted to reach out to him first to let him know. And at that time, he was in Missouri at a national 
national conference, you know, um, just forward thinking in his own professional learning uh, there to, to get some training and professional development. So uh, as soon as he picked up, uh, and I was wondering, like, will he pick up? Because I knew, you know, he was in <laughs> sessions, but it was like halfway through the first ring and I could hear it in his voice that the news had already traveled to him. Um, I believe our assistant uh, superintendent, Mr. Jones, had just reached out to give him a heads up. Like, you might want to keep an eye on social media. <laughs> you know, check this out. Your wife's doing something pretty big right now and being awarded with something. Um, and we want you to share the moment, even though you physically aren't here. Um, but when I heard his voice, you know, that was just like reassurance again. Like, wow. he's my person, right? Like, I can go home and talk with him just about anything um, when it comes to something I might be dealing with or something that I'm thinking about because I know his opinion matters and it wraps around what's best for kids. And that's what I strive to do every day. What is best for children? So uh, that was a really neat experience, like just to talk with him about it. And then um, I was a listener at that point because he's just going on and on and on. And <laughs> it, it was just a great moment, right, for us to share. So I'm really thankful they captured that moment because I've listened to that. I've gone back and listened to our conversation a number of times. That's awesome. So, yeah. There's this, so the award uh, that Miss Andrea Trio won, there will be 40 awarded in the 2022-2023 school year. She was the 10th to win this award this year. This network that you're about to be brought into just because of this award is going to be incredible and the amount of people that you're going to be able to reach out to what's it mean to you now at a larger scale how you're going to be able to give back now and, and what you've been doing but what you're going to be able to do now moving forward yeah so being surrounded by people that have received this award you know over the past decades um, being the one in West Virginia you know to not only network nationwide but then drilling it back down to home in our great state of West Virginia is pretty amazing uh, surrounded by now a family because that's what it is you know they call themselves the milk and family and it's so true I had my first uh, zoom meeting last <laughs> night with uh, recipients that have won in the state of West Virginia and it was just so neat to experience um, their way of thinking because it really aligns with my thought process and the way that I think um, and that was really neat just to gather around and listen and share ideas and um, you know prepare for the upcoming state board of education meeting that's going to be held in April and what that's going to look like um, and then our opportunity to network with one another there and then push out with more educators in our state and nationwide about growing educators and what does that mean you know it's really a field that I feel like you're called to do and it's then going out and recruiting great people to continue to do great things for children and they're out there so you know it's finding a way to recruit those people to to give back because that's what education is it's a way of of giving back um, in so many ways right so um, a really great networking experience and I just I look forward to you know just working in our own backyard here you know um, <laughs> <laughs> to do that with educators, but then nationwide, wow, what an honor. So It's, it's really impressive because of, of what you just did first off, but this age group that you're able to impact, kindergarten through fifth grade, it's such an important age group to get a good hold on these students because I still think about coaches and, and, and teachers and, and people that impacted me at this age. Now that I'm in my 20s, I think back and I want to call them all the time and say, thank you. Thank you for this. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thanks for setting this foundation for me to be able to call back and, and reach out to you and thank you for everything you did for me in the classroom and then out in the community. Mm -hmm. I really like what that envelope said when you received your award. It said, future belongs to the educated. 
And I thought that was so incredible just to hear you say, because all those students, they're too young right now to understand what you're doing for them. But 10, 15, 20 years down the road from now, that impact that you made on them is going to be incredible. So each day throughout when you're the principal here, what are some things you really focus on to make sure that these students, you're leaving a long lasting impact on them? Relationship. That's a real quick answer because it's just true. I've seen it. Um, I'm in my 19th year of education and it always drills back to relationship. You know, relationship before learning because that's what has to take place. These children have to feel safe. They have to feel loved. They have to be told that they matter and feel that they matter, you know? And so when you develop relationships, and like you said, you can think back and there is that one educator or educators that have made an impact. And when I think about this specific programmatic level of elementary it's where it begins it's where the foundation is built you know and we have to make this foundation cement where there can't be sinking sand you know we have to build so firm relationships at this level that when they go on they can always have someone to turn back to and so it's neat because now I have uh, students that you know are well out of college that I first (laughs) had when I began that still reach out to me you know and I'm in contact with Uh, there are students here in a high County that when I taught a year at Tridelphia, you know, I'll get a random Schoology message like, hi, Mrs. Trio, how's it going? You know, Um, or even students that are now in middle school or even at Wheeling Park High School. I like to tap in and make sure and just do small check-ins, you know, how's it going? Like, don't forget, like you have so many fans that are in your corner and I'm cheering for you, you know, but just finding the one and drilling it back down to relationship. I solely and firmly believe that that is the key. I've, I've listened to you speak three or four times now just from interviews and just walking through these halls when these kids see you, they're excited to say hello. And it's almost like when they see you, they feel comfortable and they know that they can reach out to you if they need anything. And that's the type of principle that I feel like our entire youth needs. Someone that's going to educate them, one. Number two, they're, they're kind of a getaway for these kids just in case they ever need anything. Yeah. And, and these few times I've heard you speak, it sounds like you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So when did you realize that this is the age group that you know that you can make a massive impact on? So I started my career as a music educator, uh, and I was in the classroom teaching kindergarten through fifth grade, um, and that's where it began. I did student teach, you know, in all the programmatic levels, elementary, middle, and high. Um, I really enjoyed high school when I left, and I thought, you know, maybe that's where I want to begin. And then I was uh, awarded the opportunity to start my career as an elementary music educator uh, in Frederick County, Maryland, and I jumped on that opportunity, you know, of course, right away, coming right out of the gates um, with my undergrad, and I thought, this is great, you know? And so, um, in my first day, I'll never forget, you know, coming home and just reflecting like, well, that wasn't a mistake, right? (laughs) Like I was placed in this grade level, in this school, in this county for a reason, you know, and that's always been my way of thinking, you know, even when uh, 10 years in, my husband and I decided to move back home, right, to here, to the High Valley. And uh, I remember saying, you know, man, I I hope I can find an elementary job. And at that point, I had had my uh, educational leadership degree. And So I had started interviewing at different schools. I had interviewed at middle school level to be a principal, high school level to be a principal, um, and just never got the opportunity to receive the job, which was okay. Because looking back, like I realized like there was something even greater for me, right? And my design and my purpose is to just be with this grade level. So I taught one year when we came back at Tridelphia Middle School. Great experience. Uh, I really enjoyed my time there. Um, But coming back to the connection that I knew I was 
was really the best at doing because, you know, I felt like I had crafted and molded, you know, um, my personality to meet the needs of these kids at the elementary level. You know, um, that's just where I'm meant to be. So your yeah. your background in music education, mm-hmm. I thought one of the coolest things was when someone first told me your name, the award you just won and how big of an impact you're making on the community the principal who sings and and i thought that was so incredible for these students will you talk a little bit about how soothing that is for those students and kind of how you relate to them by by singing these songs and little different things like that absolutely so um in my first year as the principal here so seven years ago we do what is one of the traditions of madison for ever ago you know you you can talk with principals that were here you know 50 years ago and they will say like how's the caroling in the halls are we still doing that and we do and so when I think about like giving a gift and a talent that I have toward these kids sure I can love them and I can you know be a listening ear and I can uh, advocate you know but like what was one of my gifts that I knew I had that I could ultimately use to give back and that was my voice you know being an undergrad and having the emphasis on voice uh, in college you know, um, it's just something that I've, I've crafted, you know, I've taken voice lessons since I was uh, in sixth grade, you know, so um, when it came time for the caroling in the halls, I thought I'm, that's how I'm going to give back <laughs> because they hadn't really heard me sing a solo, you know, yeah. it might have been like little things here and there in the hall, but like I stood up and I just sang to them and the looks on their faces, <laughs> like that's my principal, like what, and the, you know? Yeah. And so that was just neat to see. And then it was a song that, you know, the chorus part they knew, so they joined in on. Um, and that will like forever be like an imprint of m- the memory that I have with these students those seven years ago, you know, the whole school joining in and singing with me. So I've sung the same song, I do it every year, um, and I just get up and I talk with them, right, about how important they are and that at this time, and at this season, like, I just want to bless them. And so I sing this song, you know. Um, Another big thing we do here are positive affirmations with our students, you know, day in and day out, letting them know that they always can try their best, believe in who they are, you know, know they deserve all good things and that they should feel on top of the world, you know. And it goes along with our school rules of being ready, respectful, and responsible. But just pouring out positive energy and words into their brains will help them start to believe it when we say it every day right and so that's my hope so we put song to them and so sometimes when they come down and I'm just working one-on-one with them like they know before they leave and go back to their classroom we're going to sing an affirmation together (laughs) and sometimes it's just like a lullaby you know like you're cradling a baby or a toddler and they'll say like Miss Tria will you just sing it to me and I'm like sure I will sing it to you. So I'll just like turn the music on and I'll just softly start to sing to them. Or if they're having trouble and I see them in the hall, I might pull them and take them to a quieter place. And I'm like, what do you need? Right? And I first ask them like, what, what is it that you need? And sometimes it's, can we sing? Sure. <laughs> like frozen, you know, let it go was a big one like last year, you know? Yeah. Um, so it just depends. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know that song, but I'll, I'll look that up, you know? Um, but it's, it's just neat to be able to share that gift and talent that I, I personally have, you know, been granted and I've developed over years uh, to give back and, and to help soothe children. What, and, and I know how humble you are and how you want everything to kind of be away from you, how you talked about in one of your interviews that you want everyone else to receive the success and, and, and that's awesome, that's a great leader. What message are you stressing to your teachers that are here at the at the school with you? Because obviously they're doing a great job just as well, just like you for, for this place to run this well. What's your biggest message that you're stressing to them every day that, hey, you need to get this message across to these students? 
So it's probably like there's no I in team, right? And that's why we do work as a team because it's not an I or me situation, but it's us and we, and it's how we interact with one another. It's how we collaborate and just truly giving them like little upticks of don't forget we're a school family. Don't forget that even though, you know, I say like, I was designed to do this. Like you were designed to do this. You were called to be here. You know, you could choose to go anywhere and teach anywhere, But for some reason, right, you landed here on 91 Zane Street. (laughs) And the neat thing about it is that we do not have a big uh, turnover when it comes to staff. Um, And I always say, like, you will either come to Madison and you will get it and you will just absorb all that we are and be on board or you won't. Either way, I'm going to respect, right? Because I want these teachers to not only believe in what they're doing matters, but who they are matters. And, you know, I can lead this school and come in uh, day in and day out, but I cannot be effective alone. And so we truly are a school family, you know? And I've had so many people that have come over the years and, you know, previous principals and staff members that have worked here have reached out recently and when they come back to visit like there's just a vibe and I think you even said that you know it's like we're walking around like it just looks good it feels good and it really does so I really believe like we are planted here to take root and uh, amazing things can grow from that that's awesome we have a few minutes left here and I know you've been getting asked a ton of the same questions so I wanted to I wanted to have a little fun here with you and and these are uh, these fast three so last three questions are sponsored by Calcruth I wanted to ask you for your students that may not know this and some of your co-workers last three questions here are are all about you what is your go-to restaurant either here in West Virginia or when you were living in Maryland that you're if you're craving a meal it's it's the meal you have to have what's your favorite restaurant you Mm. uh, you can relate to I'm probably going to go with like my hometown Roosevelt spaghetti. And if you've never had it, you know, I I would uh, encourage you to go there. Um, Just some like homemade, good Italian. Like I love the stories of my own family. Like my dad talking about like my grandma giving him the pot and taking it down and the pot being filled with pasta, you know, and then like they'd head back and that would feed the family like uh, throughout the week. So um, where's Roosevelt's? It is in Bel Air, right across the river. Right. So if you've not been there, try it out. it's it's awesome. It's really good. Um, so that's probably like just like one of my go tos. Like if I was coming home and I'm craving something that I haven't had in a while, right? Awesome. It's like a treat. So second question: If you were to star in a movie moving forward, <laughs> which actress would you want to play you as the lead role? Oh my! Um, and it doesn't doesn't have to be an actress. It can be someone famous if if you want them to play you in the in the in role. The role? But, yeah. I mean. I, I just well, I, well, I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah. Like I really don't. Like, um, and if I do have a channel on, it's something like I have two daughters, right? And they're third grade in kindergarten. So, but I just sat down this past weekend and watched a movie, and it had Julia Roberts there in you it, go. right? Good and to I me. told my husband, I was like, I just, I, I'm really a fan of her because, like, I don't see a whole lot like that she's like really tried to do to make herself look that way. Yeah. You know, she's just like beautiful as is, and yeah. like wrinkles and all now. You know, as she <laughs> ages, but um. Yeah, I just that'd um, be a great one. Yeah, we'll I'll we'll, go with we'll her. clip that and we'll send it to her and tell her <laughs> okay. to reach out. All right. Last question: What would you tell eighteen-year-old Andrea if you had any any advice? Oh wow! Um, just know there's always going to be a plan, and you don't have to be the one to figure it out. Beautiful. 
Easy enough. Hey, yeah. thank you so much. You're I really welcome. appreciate it. Congratulations Thanks. again. We're going to be you. following you. Thank you so much you do for this community, for the youth. What you're doing here is, is incredible, and I hope you can continue to do it for the next couple decades. So yeah. thank you so My much. Pleasure. Yeah, we appreciate it, and take care. Thanks.